Hey there, entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Inside the Coach's Corner podcast, where we discuss strategies to help small business owners streamline operations and grow their business. You don't have to wing it. We explore a range of topics that small business owners like you face day to day, from marketing to sales strategies to funding to customer loyalty and more. So grab your favorite beverage, sit back, and let's do this with your host, Katrinka Duckworth. There's a quote that says, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Business ownership is a wonderful journey, but there are stumbling blocks along the way. And you can face these stumbling blocks head on when you're prepared. Welcome to Inside the Coach's Corner, tips for small business. I'm your host, Katrinka Duckworth. On this podcast, I share strategies for long-term business success, tips and resources for daily operations, and techniques for managing the people that impact your business, and that includes customers as well as employees. In this episode, we'll be focusing on strategies for long-term success. My guest today is Jean Oprah Price, owner of Insurance Solution Services. She's an expert in business preparedness and has over 35 years of experience in providing insurance solutions designed to protect the assets of small business owners like you. Welcome, Opa. Thanks for joining Inside the Coach's Corner. How are you today? I am doing wonderful. And yourself? I'm good. I'm good. You know, one thing I do want to say is, as I was talking to you and preparing for the show, I really love how you have a passion for helping others become, you know, informed and prepared business owners. What's the story behind your passion? Well, my passion that has gotten me where I am today, I've been in the business for over 35 years now. My mom passed away when she was 53 years old. Sorry to hear that. Thank you. You know, we never... thought, you know, when you look at your parents, you always think that they're going to be here forever. And I, myself, I had no idea, you know, my mom had had a stroke, but we didn't think about, you know, being prepared. I knew that my mother had mortgage insurance and, you know, we always thought they had, they were all both protected, you know, when it came to preparing for her funeral and all, we had to pass the hat. I just felt like, had we known better? So it kind of led me to believe that, you know, our community is not in the know. To me, it's kind of, it's totally unnecessary when there's, today there's so much information out there. I had life insurance. I understood, you know, as a, my family, we had life insurance, but it didn't go in beyond any of that, you know, because I'm thinking about my family members. And I can tell you right now, half of my family members did not have coverage. I kind of slowly started the business part-time. I'd see my clients when I got off from work, I would see my clients on the weekend. And when I saw the need, I realized, you know, wow, you really make a difference, you know, and it was all about helping people come out of that, you know, because back in the day, we know how the insurance man did back in the day. They really didn't think about how much coverage we needed. Insurance would come knock on the door, but he's coming to pick up a premium. He's not coming to that door to say, you know, you need more coverage than this. So I I learned a lot in the beginning. I worked with one company. I think I worked with them for about five years. And so from that point on, I decided to start my own agency Mm -hmm. and I became very independent. I am a broker Mm -hmm. and that means I go out and I shop program. So I don't I don't feel there's a one size fit all. But that's kind of how I got into the business. And I've been here 35 years and I love what I do. 
Wow. Congratulations for the longevity. And, and that's one of the things that I really emphasize in, in my business coaching is strategies for long-term success that you're going to be here, not for the quick two years of some fad that's going on, but really something that's going to last. Well, you know, I'm sure that you've helped a lot of small businesses one thing I heard was about you working full time and then deciding to go, you know, full time on your own, on your own business. And I think that there's a lot of entrepreneurs that are doing this on the side or as we call it, a side hustle. Talk to me a little bit about your transition from being an employee to being your own business owner. Transitioning into where I am now. You know, it took a little process. It wasn't easy. Right. Uh, because you, you know, I want to always recommend to people, you don't walk away from a job until you know that, you know, you have concrete foundations set up for you. Yes. I knew that I had to have a security fund, an emergency fund, and I always recommend anywhere from three months to a year. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Yeah. Secondly, you when you be, decide that you want to become an entrepreneur and you want to go from working a nine to five to your own business, yeah. there's a lot of things we have to consider. Uh, they took care of life insurance. They took care of all of my benefits. I had to take on that responsibility on my own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Becoming self-employed and an entrepreneur, and that's I think that's what people really don't pay enough t- attention because they're not thinking about this is your responsibility right now. Yeah, They have to understand that walking away from that job, you're saying to them, I no longer need you. And they're saying to you, well, if you want to go out there on your own, everything is, you take everything and you hit the front door. Yeah, 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 and basically. Then, but we also have to realize that these things change. The minute you hit that door, you've got to deal with COBRA. Mm-hmm. You've got to plan a retirement. Mm-hmm. you got to plan on your health insurance. And it is not cheap. But I, I was very excited because I was saving money. I was making money part time. And I could see myself beginning to live the lifestyle I actually wanted. Mm-hmm. I had time with my children. But if you're not planning, you really have to plan and be prepared and take all those steps in consideration. Yeah. Because what I'm finding is, you know, a lot of self-employed people, when they do walk away from their job, they're not thinking about the most important thing. They're not thinking about retirement. It's like I work my business for a few years and then I'll think about retirement. That's not how that's done. Or I will have people say to me, well, I'm not even 40 yet. I don't have to think about that. But when you become self-employed, you are your own boss. Right. You're your own manager. And you're running your own business. Right. And even though I gave them 40 hours, I had to work at least 80 hours a week. And I think you need to have goals. You know, you have to have goals that you set for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I constantly set goals for myself to move myself up the ladder, to make more money and to, you know, do the things that I needed to do. Well, you know, here's a few things that I heard. You have to really have a plan. You need to be prepared. You need to execute that plan. I find that a lot of small businesses, they want to skip the business plan. And, you know, it's so essential that you actually do that plan in the beginning because it's kind of like your North Star. I tell them it's your blueprint to your business. It's it's like, you know, where I'm going, what am I doing? How am I going to make my money? Who am I trying to target to get sales? I mean, there's so much in that planning that that's really, really important. And that planning is what's going to have you prepared when you face those obstacles that we all face as a small business owner. And you don't want to wait till that point when that happens, because when you become an entrepreneur, decide that you want to start your own business, you have got to consider those things. Have family, 
you got to consider your family as well. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I realized once I stepped out there, my kids had a sick day at school or, you know, they had to have time, you know, it's time out of school. But I had to really pick myself up and keep going and, and build my business even around my family. So that was important. So you really have to have, you like you said, have to have a blueprint. And when you can't take care of that business, you can't take care of yourself and you can't take care of the business, nine times out of 10, you end up closing down what you're doing. You know, my niece, she used to always come home and say, you don't work, you don't eat. And that's really what it is for entrepreneurs. And it's not that you're working in an overwhelming way. You're just working, making sure that you are prepared and looking at all angles and you constantly have a pipeline of business coming in. I was actually listening to some interviews this morning because, you know, this is the 50th year of hip hop. As I was listening to some of the stories about how hip hop has lasted so long. You know, I thought about how they expanded to different geographic regions. They collaborated with the entertainment industry. They changed their sound. The sound could not stay the same forever. There were so many things that we have to do as business owners to keep ourselves, you know, in the game and, and, and to have longevity. Again, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. You're right. There's going to be some 80-hour weeks, but there's going to be times when you are able to take a break and do family events or go on vacations and stuff. I mean, I've experienced all of that. You know, I've spent that space trips at lows. I've experienced the highs. There's times you have to prepare yourself because you're not going to always be doing what you think you want to do. The way you market yourself, the way you run your business, the way you promote your business. So things have changed and we have to be able to change with those times. COVID was a good example of that because COVID hit, it said no more going outdoors. None of that. (laughs) Right. And that was so hard for me. But those are the things we have to adjust to. Let's talk about how your company helps small business owners prepare for long-term success. So what's your company and, and what solutions do you offer? Okay, the name of my business, my company is Insurance Solution Services. Mm-hmm. And it does just what it says. We have a solution for everyone. Dealing with small business owners, you know, like I said before, you know, I became a small business owner myself. And I truly believe in being prepared. Uh, having everything in place if something were to happen. If I got sick, I knew I had health care. If I um, got hurt, I had accident coverage. I had life insurance, you know, God forbid something were to happen to me. And I had my retirement, I was working, you know. I would do a check on what my retirement is going to be when I got a certain age. And so this is some of the things that I do for small business owners. It's called protecting your most valuable asset. When you have that structure, you're running your business, you know, a lot of us, we get out there and we wing it. I see that too. We're winging it. We're not covered in any kind of way. We don't have any kind of business insurance, even if it's liability. What I like to do is show business owners how to structure their own retirement. Do your homework. Look at what retirement programs are out there for small business owners. Those are the things you need to have in place. Accident programs. I offer those. If you should get involved into an accident, whether it's on a job or at your place of work or in the street. There's programs out there that will allow those plans to, you can file a claim and it actually puts money in your pocket. There are programs where, you know, I can offer a stroke, heart attack, cancer. You could be the greatest business owner, but if you have a history of high blood pressure, you have a history of cancer running in your family, you're going to have to stop and think about 
it could possibly happen to me. Your life insurance today can actually turn into a great retirement for you. So that's one of the other things I do, show people how to maximize their retirement program. And in some of these programs, you can do three things in one plan. Mm -hmm. Those days are gone when we're buying life insurance programs just if we die. Right. So I'm it's called living benefits. I want to have a living policy that I can use if I'm living and I have issues while I'm living. Instead of running out paying four and five hundred dollars for long-term care, I have a life insurance program that I can exercise those claims if I need it. Oh, okay. okay. Great. So it, it's pretty awesome. You know, there's some top com- I have 15 companies that I work with, but I have my favorites that I know that's doing the job. I Always look at my companies. Uh, what are they giving back to my client? What are we getting from this once we sign on the dotted line? I like to know that you have a living benefit there, that if you are diagnosed with cancer, you know, you're sitting there, you you can go wherever you want to go to be treated. But if you don't have some of these programs, you have got to settle. I don't like you to tell me I can't go over here or you can't go to the Mayo Clinic to be treated. Because I can tell you, once you, your, your health is your wealth, and once you're in a situation where you have a health issue, you're going to be find out where can I go get treated the best. So as a small business or say small business owner just starting out, what would you say the fundamentals or the from a priority standpoint, what would be the number one, two, three type of insurance that you would feel they would need? Well, I would say number one, an emergency fund, because before you step out, then you've got a cushion. Yes. You know, your engine may blow out in your car. Or maybe the plumbing went bad at the business location where you, you own. So you need to have emergency from anywhere from three to years, you know, set aside. Mm-hmm. The next thing is having your, your medical insurance in place where you know that if you get sick, you can handle that. The next thing is return, having a goal for retirement. You know, most people look at retirement and everybody's got a different goal. You know, maybe their goal is to make sure I want to hit that bucket list, but make sure you're on point. You do, And I recommend you do a three to five year check to see if that retirement is on point where you train. You're on point. You're on target. Mm-hmm. Social Security. Most people have to understand that a lot of jobs out there do not pay Social Security. You're not. A, you don't get it. And I can say mainly your teachers are one of those that are not getting Social Security. Mm. They may have Social Security if they work prior to being a teacher or in the education industry, but these people have to build their own returns. So so in, when that return, so all they have basically work on if you get, you're getting a good pension. So I work, we work with the school industry, Unified School District, showing them how to maximize their retirement, you know, because most people say, okay, at retirement, I'm going to get Let's say $6,000 a month. Mm-hmm. Factoring in that Uncle Sam is sitting there to get his percentage as well. So that's when the reality checks in. So that's why I say stay on top of your retirement. Having a good life insurance in place. I may put that be- before the retirement, okay? Okay. Because having a good program in place means that if, you know, that's your inheritance for your family. If something were to happen to you, with the living benefits involved, the way it's structured, that it's designed to put money in your pocket, that's another avenue of income coming in in case you need it. Okay. Not a policy that says, you know, if you pass away, we'll pay this much. And I highly recommend that you review your documents, you know, and don't be afraid to upgrade. Don't be afraid to do something new or different, okay? okay. If you got the old type policy that, 
you know, will only pay if you expire. Well, look at the fact that can I get a program that I can, you know, that's going to help me if I am diagnosed with cancer, if I do have a stroke. So those things I really recommend, having all of those things in place. And once you're secured with that, you can go out there and build your business as much as you need to build it. Mm -hmm. It's just knowing that if something were to happen to me, then I am well taken care of on that end. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then what about the liability insurance or like for someone like me, I'm a coach, the errors and omissions, or what about other types of insurance that you want to look out for? You want to look at definitely liability. Mm -hmm. I know for me, I need E&O. You're always going to have to have your your automobile and all of that. But it's liability insurance is important depending on what type of business that you have to make sure you're covered because so many things are happening today. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a small business owner, when someone comes to your location, you definitely want to be prepared because a lawsuit can take you out of business. You got to fit it into your, it's got to become a part of your budget. I would say business owners that are have partners in business, we have what we call key man's insurance. If you have a partner that's a key person in your business, you want to make sure you guys are covered. That means, I don't care if it's three or four hundred, five hundred thousand or whatever the value of that business. Mm -hmm. That means if you lose that partner, there's enough funds there to go out and get somebody that was like that. Wow. Wow. That's some good information right there. That one I really hadn't thought about. That's all key. Can you tell me about a client success story that you you have? I'll never forget this. A wonderful husband and wife. And they were concerned about, are you going to be there for me? And I sure I would. I said, I'm going to be here no matter what. And I did. I took care of them. I took care of their daughters. I took care of everything until her husband ended up passing away. You know, it gave me great honor to know that these are my clients and I told you I'd be there. And that's that's big to me. Yes. I'm going to be there no matter what. I want to see you through. And I want you to be able to pick up my number, call me, and be able to talk to me about anything. Okay? Yeah. It's being accessible, and that's very important to me. I am licensed in Georgia. I'm licensed in California. And I'm licensed in Washington State. So I service all those states. Yeah, so I am about to get my license in Texas Mm -hmm. and also Las Vegas. I believe in educating people, showing them how to read their program. And I do that. I don't charge people for what I do. I show them how to read their contracts, how to understand their contracts. And that was one of the things that I really felt coming into this business, that people need to know what they're signing. And and I, I really agree with that. It's funny. I was talking to my daughter earlier this week and she was like, Mom, you know, a lot of freelancers need this kind of help, like because they don't. They are out. They know how to do the work, but reading contracts and doing that behind the scenes, that's not where their sweet spot is. Right. And so I think it's really, really important that people be able to read contracts, understand what they're going to be required to do and what you're going to get in the end. So I know that you present webinars for the L.A. South Chamber of Commerce. Do you have any upcoming webinars where listeners can hear more about your services? I do have a flyer. They can actually visit the L.A. South Chamber dot com. Pull it up on upcoming events and I'll be able to click on that and register. Okay, great. Well, actually send that over. I'll put that in the show notes. If someone wants to get in touch with you, how can they reach you? The best way to reach me is Insurance Solution Services. My number is area code 323-817-5249. You may also email me at jeanuga at yahoo.com. 
Okay, great. Well, that wraps up this episode of Inside the Coach's Corner. And I hope that something that was said today will help you in your business, making sure that you're prepared and making sure that you are planning for future success. Bye-bye. It was great. (laughs) Bye, guys. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on Inside the Coach's Corner. We hope that something that was said was helpful and inspires you in your business journey. If you enjoy the show, we'd love it if you could leave us a review. It helps us reach more business owners like you. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams and building your business.